welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. So what's good, y'all? What's going on? Uh, let's see, man, I, I am trying to get these episodes out every week. It's just been so freaking busy. This summer, we've been going, going, going. Uh, let's see, since the last time we talked, um, well, today we had a really nice uh, family out, and we went to, here in Charlotte, the Marvel exhibition, well, exhibit, and uh, it was really nice. If you're a Marvel fan, it's at the Discovery Place or Discovery Center, whatever it's called. Um, check it out. It's here all the way until September 4th. But they had all the original costumes, um, original comics, and uh, it was really nice. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm not a huge, huge Marvel fan, but I'm, I'm a pretty big one. I mean, I watch all the movies and all of that. I'm just not really a comic person, so I don't really follow all of the comics, but... Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a really nice time out with the family. Um, that's all I've really been up to. been reading. Uh, don't forget, if you want to be part of the book club, we did get two more members. Um, this month, we are reading Hidden Pictures. And so uh, I don't want you to feel like if you want to be a part of the book club that you have to be here present in person. It's actually virtual. So you can definitely just pick up the book and let me know. And you can join us for our meeting. We, can, we conduct them over Zoom. And it's actually really cool. It's a really cool group. Um, we've kind of hit in our stride. So it's been really good conversations. Um, I think that's really it. So we can just roll into the episode. Um, this week, I don't have a mantra. The only thing that I have for the mantra of the day is just um, the, I think what's been on my heart this week has just been um, giving people grace. And uh you know, we say that a lot. I think sometimes people don't always think about what that necessarily means. But, you know, uh, lately we've been having a lot of just things that happen, um, you know, in me and Les' life that's been based off of, um, you know, based off misinformation, I guess, when we have disconnects. And so, you know, a lot of times um, I always just say, you know, you should allow grace and you shouldn't just automatically assume when things happen, you should probably, you know, allow that person a chance to talk to you. And that's actually one of my like biggest pet peeves um, that I have with people. I think it makes me really sad when like something happens and instead of like having a maturity to come to a person and kind of talk to them, instead you're sitting and you're upset and you're mad you know, about something that the person might not even know that you're even mad at them about, you know? So sometimes just because you hear something don't necessarily mean that it's true and you should allow people grace to come to you, you know, in regards to, um, excuse me, you should allow them grace to believe that, Hey, maybe this might not be the case and you should go and, you know, talk to them. So that's really kind of been on my heart. It's just grace, you know? So I kind of wanted to use that for my mantra of the day. It's just, you know, don't always assume, assume negative intent. You know what I'm saying? Like give people grace because half the time shit really don't be that serious. And half the time, you know, most times shit really don't be about you. So, um, that's what I wanted to do for the, uh, mantra for today. So now we're going to roll into the deep dive. All right. So this week I was actually going to make Carly Russell, the situation that's been going on, I actually was going to make that my main topic for today, period. But the more, honestly, it's too much shit that's coming out every day to even remotely keep up with what's going on. And I really didn't want to honestly give this situation too much energy anymore. So I'm going to go over what happened and then kind of talk about what's happening now and also just kind of share my thoughts. And so let's get into it. So 
Carly Robinson, uh, I keep calling her Carly Robinson. I want to call her that. Carly Russell, it, it took everybody by storm because um, when she was announced missing. So it was a young lady and she's on the phone with her family and she's saying that she see a toddler walking down the street and she pulls over to see if the toddler is okay. Uh, and while doing that, she was kidnapped. She was missing for about two days and then they found her at a Red Roof Inn where the family came and got her and then she went to the hospital. Um, but what made headlines about this is 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 a lot of things. I, I actually was surprised that it made so much noise and that people were really out there looking for her only from the standpoint of as, you know, a person of color, you know, black children, uh, boys and girls, they're, you know, and not even just children, people, you know, black people. They go missing all the time. It never makes um, headline news, you know, and, and unfortunately those families never find their loved ones. Uh, there's so many documentaries on it now about, you know, especially in Atlanta, you see it where, you know, these kids just coming up missing. I mean, it's a, you know, trafficking is crazy, right? And so when she came up missing, you know, you started seeing people rallying, you know, putting out on social media, doing prayers, you know, trying to find this woman reposting, reposting. And, you know, the story went viral. You know, you see the the police in Alabama of all places, they're out there, you know, looking through the woods and I mean, all day, all night, you know, I, I felt for those workers. And then, you know, then they find her. And to be honest with you, when I first heard the story, I was like, yo, that's wild because I know myself and I know how I feel um, about children and things like that. And if I saw a kid just randomly walking down the interstate, I think I would have been a person that would have pulled over too. You know, I think I would have done the same exact thing. And so, um, that's what caught my attention. Cause I was like, wow, like that's a really sad story. You know, I hope this young lady is found. Um, you know, I definitely said prayers for the family. And so, you know, I, I kind of was semi engrossed in it, just hoping that she was found, you know, uh, safe. And so when she was found, I said, oh my God, like, thank God. You know, I I wasn't one of those people that was like, the shit didn't really sound right. I more so was just like, let's just see how this all plays out. Because sometimes when you get kidnapped and or attempted to be trafficked, um, if, if a story makes uh, headlines, usually, especially if it's like a whole operation, you know, usually sometimes you'll see, well, they'll just kill you, you know, or they'll just dump you somewhere and they'll just keep it moving because now you are causing too much attention to what's going on. So at first, honestly, originally when I saw this story, that's what I thought happened, you know? And I was just like, well, we'll just see, you know, when she starts talking and tell her story, like what happened, you know, I automatically assumed uh positive intent. Well, now it's coming out that it's so much that's come out. So just to kind of, I'm going to try to give all the information of what I know so far. Um, and I don't have anything written down, so I'm going off my mind. So I'm probably going to leave some stuff out, but, um, it, so the police have been conducting their investigation and still ongoing. Apparently, um, the young lady, uh, had a boyfriend, you know, he spoke out, you know, uh, asking if you see her, please let them know. Uh, he was really worried and concerned. It has come out now that she um, was apparently using a fake name that the hotel was actually booked in, the Red Roof Inn. She also had a burner phone that was actually in that same name as well, where she was sending the boyfriend text messages 
Um, and then when they, uh, when the police investigated and everything, they did the IP dress and the IP dress was actually hitting the red roof in that she was in. And I think it was actually hitting that, that, uh, I guess they were narrowing down to like, she was using that track phone. Uh, she also had food deliveries to that hotel. So it's very clear just from those little things that she actually was not kidnapped. It seems like she actually kidnapped herself. Um, when they went and pulled back up the, um, which I listened to it, the audio of her on the phone with the cops, she, they said that she actually drove while she was talking to the police when she was quote unquote, looking at the child, 600 yards, which is like six football fields, the distance that she went while she was quote unquote, uh, looking for the child. Uh, what else happened? Um, they show her before the disappearance, she was in target where she was buying snacks and all this stuff. Well, when they found her car, the snacks were not in the car. Um, it was, uh, what else happened? Oh, right before she was tweeting. Um, apparently she was going back and forth in DMS with the boyfriend and some other girls. Cause I guess he might've been cheating on her. So I think the narrative they're trying to say that maybe she was doing this for attention. A lot of people are trying to say that maybe this is a mental health issue. I always struggle with the mental health thing because I take mental health issues very serious. I'm very passionate about it. And I don't think everything is always a mental health issue. To me, it seems like, and maybe it could be, because I mean, you know, people going to think you're crazy because you, you, you know, you kidnapped yourself, you know, but I also think too, just in retrospect, I kind of think that could it just be that she just wanted attention. And sometimes you can, you can be so thirsty for attention and wanting it from the boyfriend that it makes you do crazy shit. Like I definitely think that she might've just been doing crazy shit to get his attention. You know, I don't, I don't know. And maybe it could be a mental health issue. Maybe. Right. But the thing is, is that I'm questioning if the parents were involved because apparently she had wired money. She was fired from her job. Apparently she had been stealing from the job. Um, she had the Google, the Google searches, you know, uh, she Googled the movie taken. She Googled, uh, do you have to pay for an Amber alert? And she Googled one more thing. And I, Oh, she Googled, how do you steal money from a register without getting called? So it's like, this is what I don't understand. Right? Like I definitely think obviously it's something tricky going on. I don't know who all was involved. I don't know if her parents knew, you know, this is all allegations. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the rationale as to why she did all this because she still hasn't really talked to anybody. Um, they are saying that they've been asking her for, uh, a psych evaluation and she's refused. I think that's kind of wild. Um, I don't really know if it fully comes out like, you know, where they concrete say they're going to move forward with whatever. Um, even though we can assume that she, she kidnapped herself. Um, allegedly, but I've been seeing me and Leslie was talking about this, uh, the other night about like, whether or not should she have a consequence? Do we think anything's going to happen? And I struggle with that because I feel like because she's black and, you know, for all of my listeners that's not in America, I mean, you know, I think it's weird because we just got back, you know, I told you guys in, in last month in Barbados and, when you go to different places, like outside of America, like no one acts the way quote unquote Americans act. Like, you know, when you actually sit and think about things, like we're all Americans, right? But it's such a racial divide here that we focus so much on the color because unfortunately people don't treat people the same and, and you know, it's, it's still such a thing. And so I can say 
you know, in retrospect that there's been a lot of, there's been white, white people in the past that's made accusations, you know, even accusations against, um, you know, black people that, uh, like false statements that never, nothing ever happens to them. And they just keep going with their life. Even if in, in the other side of that, the black person might've been killed. They could have been put in jail. Um, you know, all type of things could happen from the false statements or sometimes they do happen. Uh, I was reading this week that, um, next week, oh, I guess this week coming up, uh, president Biden is, um, is, uh, unveiling a monument for Emmett Till. And that's a good example of, you know, a woman saying that he whistled at her and this was a child. He was, uh, I can't remember how much, how old Emmett Till was. He might've been 12, 13. And, you know, they just, you know, uh, her husband and, and people's like took that as word and found the little boy and, you know, beat him to death, um, off of a false statement and nothing ever happened to her. Nothing. And I know that's an old case, but that still happens in present day. I mean, we saw during the pandemic, um, it was the bird watcher in the park and the woman was calling the police and he was just minding his business and she's damn near choking out her dog, but she's trying to accuse him of touching her when thank God he was recording her because he's literally standing there and she's saying that he's doing this stuff to her. But what if, what if he didn't record her? Like, what if he didn't have anything? What do you think would have happened when the police rode up on that black man? You know, anything could have happened. They might've would have killed him, you know, who knows? And so, but nothing happened to the woman, you know? I mean, she got fired from her job. I think she lost her dog but you lost your dog because you were so mad at this man. You're like choking your dog to fuck out. And so, um, I don't think anything ever really actually happened to her as far as the law. So I don't necessarily think this woman should go to jail per se, but do I think that she needs to pay some kind of restitution or something like that, or something needs to be done, community service, something? Yes. Like, yes. But do I think that she needs to probably pay too? Yeah, I do. And I say that from a standpoint of, there were people literally out here all day, all night looking for her. And for you to be sitting there in a hotel and watching people look for you, that's fucking crazy. And yeah, your ass needs something done to you. You know, I don't necessarily think that she needs to go to jail, but I mean, this is making false statements. And I feel like it's something, I feel like it's, it's, it's a law or something in regards to that. I can't think what that would be. But it had that has to be e- illegal in some kind of capacity that you can't just go out here and making false statements and or like to this. But I, I I think that you know she didn't think it was gonna get to this level, and I think that she was just trying to get attention from the boyfriend, and I think that she just didn't think this whole thing through. You couldn't have. Like I used to be obsessed with Snapped, and that was like a show on auction where the women snap and they kill whoever. And I always just be sitting there like, ah, these people are so stupid, you know? And, you know, I never, I don't ever want to do a crime just because I'm probably not even good enough to probably do the crime, right? Like even whatever. And so I probably get called because there's so many things that they can track that I think people don't realize. Like she obviously didn't realize they could track her signal, which I don't know why you didn't realize that because I thought everybody knew that, but she got the track phone. But then you still, but you, what are you doing? Like this, this story is so all over the place that I think even for myself, sometimes I'm speechless. Like I'm struggling to go through the story right now because it's, it's just, I don't understand it. I don't know why the fuck you would do anything like this. And so it just kind of make you wonder, you know, I don't know, but 
I just hope whatever whatever this young lady was looking for or whatever she felt like she was trying to accomplish or, or that she needed to accomplish from this situation, I just hope that she gets some kind of healing as well. Um, Les asked me this morning, did I think that she was experiencing cyberbullying? And, you know, I don't, only because the internet is such a... Uh, unforgiving place and you know when she went when she disappeared I mean it was I mean this all I saw on my timeline and I'm usually on Twitter a lot and so you know you have people out here like really really you know giving money they had to go fund me I mean everything and like no I think people are just like literally I think they're like what the fuck is going on and I think that's what it is and you know, I've been laughing at some of the stuff because I think the internet is absolutely hilarious, but you can't think you're going to do some shit like this and no one's going to say anything or even remotely joke on it. I don't think it's funny, but it has been some funny shit posted, but I, but do I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm questioning her parents because, um, if this was one of my kids and you pull some shit like this and you out here looking fucking crazy and you got us looking crazy and our family, no, you taking your ass to get evaluated and you're going to do whatever these people fucking say. So I don't understand that. I don't understand why now she's trying to lay low, but you can't do things without and without thinking that there's going to be some kind of consequence to what you got going on. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, absolutely. What are you doing? So I don't know. I mean, I'm going to keep watching the case to see how this thing unfold, but I don't know. I I don't know. I just think that nobody and nothing is enough or worth enough for you to do all this and if you wanted to just go and disappear yourself and just whatever start anew or whatever you want to do I mean you could have just moved sis like all of this and like the the GoFundMe like did they cash that out you know did these people that gave money towards her disappearance just lose their money and you you basically stole their money if you keep that GoFundMe like, that's how I feel. Like, you should give, you should cancel that shit or whatever, whatever you can do. I mean, they already cashed it out. I don't think there's anything that can be done at that point. Um, I don't think so. Usually, usually in times like this, GoFundMe will cancel it. Um, but shit, they might've cashed it out before, before they got a chance. I'm not really sure, but I was seeing online that like somebody was saying that they ain't giving the money back. So I don't know how that works, but I, I just think it's wrong. And I, I don't understand how people do the things they do to other people. Um, because I read a post and I should have brought it up to read it to you guys. The boyfriend's sister spoke out and, you know, she basically was like, look, you know, we've been going through, like we thought this woman was fucking kidnapped, my brother going through and they're pissed and they're pissed rightfully so. Like they have every right to be pissed because that's some scary shit. And these text messages she's sending him, like, you're going to find my body parts. Well, excuse me, not mine. She was like, you're going to find your girlfriend body parts um, spread all over everywhere. Like, why would you send some shit like that to somebody to get their attention? That's why I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it could be a mental health issue. could just be seeking attention. I just think sometimes we always say when crazy shit happens, oh, it's a mental health issue. Well, I don't think it's always a mental health issue. I don't. I think that your ass made the decision to kidnap yourself. And that's what I think. That's that's literally what I think. Um but you know, she, I mean, it could be more, she, she, I've seen stuff. That's what I'm saying. But there's so much going on with this story. Like, I don't really know what to think because I've seen where she was supposedly on medication 
And I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, so many things that's coming out. So let's just let it breathe and let's just see what happens. But I don't think she should go to jail. Um, but I definitely think that she should definitely have some kind of consequence. And I definitely think she should pay some kind of restitution back to the state because I mean, you have resources being spent and people up all night looking for you and that's some bullshit and you should be ashamed of yourself. And that's, that's my personal opinion. So, um, let's see, what have I, that's all I have for the, for the Carly Russell, uh, uh, conversation. Um, I still haven't been watching anything y'all. Uh, I call myself, um, I think I'm about to start binge watching. This is us. I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, I get such bad anxiety and I was crying all the time watching the show. So I had to give up. Like when, when we found out how the dad died, I had to give up that that episode took me out, but I was told that like, I should have finished it through. They ended it well. And I need to just go back and finish it through because I'm, I think I've missed like four seasons now, four or five seasons, I think four seasons, maybe from that point. And I didn't watch any of them. So I think I'm going to start a binge on that. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think, are we, did we start anything new? We're supposed to be watching I clone Tyrone. I think that's the name of the movie. I definitely want to watch that. Um, I was happy to see Jamie Foxx popped out and made a little video. I'm just happy to see that, uh, you know, whatever his health crisis was, it seems like that he's trying to get it together. So I was very thankful to see him back in the fold. Um, I think that's really it. Leslie, she has me watching a lot of smut on TV. So, um, I usually read my book at night and it's usually, it's usually my form of decompressing. And so she kind of has the TV if I'm in the room with her. So she watches temptation Island, love Island, uh, the big D I mean, just crazy shit. And so last night we we're up watching the new season of love Island on Peacock. Yeah. It's just crazy. These, these kids out here be crazy. And, um, so yeah, so I haven't really started any series. I tr- I started succession. I'm on episode two of season one. <sighs> everybody says it's amazing and I'm trying to get there, but right now all I'm saying is just spoiled entitled kids complaining about their daddy when it's their daddy company and their daddy money. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a disconnect with, with secession. So I, I was told to keep going and keep watching. So I'm going to try that. And y'all let me know when I post this episode, if it's some, if it's some uh, shows y'all want me to watch or check out, let me know. Um, so I can have something to watch. Cause I don't know. I, I don't really watch too much TV. So, um, let's see as far as new music I've been into. I was recently introduced to St. Harrison. I love, love, love his CD. Um, and let's see, lost a friend. It's his CD and that's on Apple music. I uh, just recently was turned on to October London, who has a CD called the rebirth of Marvin, which very sexy CD. Very, very sexy. I'm still listening to Janelle Monae CD. And, uh, I was excited that magic two came out Nas new album. So I've been listening to that as well. So that's all I got for TV and music that I've been listening to. So now I'm just going to roll into the thought of the week where I am discussing death of ego. All right. So for today's thought of the week, I wanted to kind of talk about ego and how ego can be a good thing and a bad thing when it comes to relationships. Um, a lot of times I, I talk a lot about, um, my, my personal relationship, you know, Les and I, we talked about it on our last episode, you know, it's been a journey and 
you know, when, when we got together, I was young. You know, I was young. We have a we have an age gap. And so she was older than I was and she probably would well, not probably she had way more life experiences than I did. And, um, you know, I still was, I still at times was like in my bag, you know, I was very, uh, you know, ego driven. And I think sometimes when it comes to ego, uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing per se to a certain degree, especially like if you're career driven, you're ambitious, usually those type of people, which is myself, like those type of people usually have, um, some form of ego, um, because ego really is just someone's sense like of their own worth. So, you know, if you have high self-worth, um, you know, then, I mean, you can, that's where it might be a good thing for you, but I think it is not always a good thing. And where sometimes you have to kill your ego when you're trying to be and share a life with someone else. Um, I don't really think it fully works and well, it doesn't work. And I'm gonna tell you why I, um, so for me, like, I've been in a lot of relationships, but not really, but I've been in, a, I've been in multiple long-term relationships. So usually if I get in a relationship, the relationship's probably going to last a few years because that's usually how it's been. So I haven't been in that many relationships. It's just been very long relationships. This is actually my longest relationship I've been in. It's the one that I'm in right now. Um, you know, and obviously this is my forever relationship, uh, cause we are engaged, but, um, I had to do a lot of growing up in order to get to this place where we even were, where we're going to spend, you know, the rest of our lives with each other. And that was mainly due to the fact that, you know, I had to squash a lot of my ego. Um, and ego to me wasn't where it was like, you know, I was out wanting to do my own thing or cheat or anything like that. It was more so, um, you know, we kind of, we kind of touched on it, um, before, like I'm not always right. Right. And sometimes I am right. And sometimes, you know, Les might be right too. And I just have to, I had to realize like with myself, does it really matter if you're always right? You know what I'm saying? Because you don't, because we're sitting here fucking going back and forth over some shit half the time. It's not even that serious. So it doesn't really matter if you're right. But, but what I had to learn with relationships and love, like, if a person is telling you, Hey, you know, you've hurt me in this way, you've done this to me, then that's all they need to say to you. And even if you don't, you didn't mean to do it or something like that. Like to me, I always feel like that's a circle back. Like if, so in present day, like if Les come to me and say, Hey, you know, when you did this, it really hurt me. Well, my mind doesn't even go to the defense of what she's saying. My mind goes to, she's telling me that I hurt her that wasn't my intent. Let me apologize. You see what I'm saying? Opposed to the younger Mika, I probably was like, I would have argued my case in regards to how that wasn't my intent and how she's wrong for how she feels. And then to me, you know, where I feel like that turns into toxicity because now you might throw in gaslighting. You don't even realize that you're gaslighting a person because they have a right to tell you their feelings and they have a right to feel their feelings. And so that was where my ego, I felt like at times, um, would get on, like get me in trouble or get, or, you know, probably get on her nerves. Uh, and it was also little things like, you know, I didn't, I don't like, I've always been like this. Um, even with my parents, like I've been a person that like, I don't really like having to answer to a whole bunch of people. Um, it's just not really my thing. 
And so, you know, I left home at 17 and I struggled, you know, plenty of times when I was in college, I didn't have a lot of money because I had ego and I had high levels of it where, you know, I didn't even want to ask my parents for shit. And it's like crazy. Cause it's like, if I probably would have asked for $20, I probably would have got $20, you know, but because I was like, nah, I'm good. You know, I don't really want to rock with you like that or whatever, you know, in my, in my young, uh, arrogant, um, you know, you for self. Um, yeah, like I just wouldn't. And so I didn't want to be in my parents' home. I didn't want to, I just didn't want somebody telling me what I can and can't do, even though I wasn't even doing shit. It was just something that I don't know. I just always been like this where I just more so am a free spirit. I kind of walk to my own beat and that's what I like. And so, uh, you know, in this relationship, uh, or in relationships in general, um, I, I tell everybody, I'm like, if me, if, if Les and I didn't work out, I definitely would just be single. Um, you know, I probably would just date around, but I, I, I definitely wouldn't get in, into another relationship because I, I'm so content with myself and what I have going on. Like a relationship doesn't complete me. You know, I, I know how to make myself happy. Um, and I've worked on happiness and self-worth and self-love that I, you know, I don't really need it from other people because I kind of provide it for myself. Um, I also think sometimes, and I'm not saying this in a negative way towards relationships, but I think that when I look back on my younger self, like I spent so much time in relationships, like I wish that with that time, I would have actually poured into myself and like what I wanted to do with myself, you know, as far as career wise, like, you know, I'm, I have a great career right now, but I'm actually doing a life shift. And because I actually have spent the last like five, six, seven years really diving into myself. And I do wish that my younger self um, would have taken the time to not be focused on a relationship. I wish I would have been focused on myself. And so like if me, you know, if if Les and I didn't didn't work out, I definitely wouldn't be focused on, well, who am I going to get in a relationship with next? No, I would be focused on myself. So that's more so what I'm saying, not a knock to relationships. But I mean, think about it. When you live with somebody and you share a life with somebody, it should be this way. Like I can't just grab my keys and walk out the house. You know, I have to say, Hey, I'm about to go to the store. Hey, I'm about to run down here. And I'm also gracious. Cause I'm like, Hey, you want anything? You know, do you want to come with, you know, things like that? Like where you have to always think about the other person. And I think it's a lot of work and I think it's a lot of sacrifice. And a lot of times you, you make a lot of sacrifices for your relationship and it don't have to be major sacrifices, but it's a lot of sacrifices. Like, I mean, just something as simple as you doing something as simple as leaving your home. When you say and think about like, you know, um, if I want to go out and make a major purchase, I wouldn't make a major purchase without talking to her first. Um, pretty much at this point in life, pretty much everything I do, I do with a conversation of my partner. And so, you know, you kind of lose your autonomy a little bit in relationships. And so, you know, that's why I'm just kind of like, yeah, I know, I know for a fact, like I would not, um, if, if this didn't work out or something crazy happened, because I just, I just think it's just a lot of energy that's put into it. And so the person that I am in present day and how, like I take care and making sure that, you know, she feels safe with me always. Um, I had to kill my ego in order to be this person. Uh, to be honest, I feel like I had to kill my ego to even just be a faithful person in general, because ego will have you fucked up, especially when it's just too much of it. 
You know, if you are here and you in, you can never own shit. You you have no accountability towards shit, and you really don't even active listen to other people and things like that. Like, yeah, I mean, it's too much. How are you gonna function in any relationship? And that's not just love relationships. I mean, you know, with your friends and everything else. Like, I think ego is only good for like your career. You know, um, you know, if you feel like you have a high confidence and things like that and like how you how you move with it, right? And you can still have high confidence and ego as a person, but I think it gets screwed when you have too much of it uh when navigating other people. Um and you know, I should have maybe add, like maybe looked that up. I don't I don't really know how you combat ego. I, I was gonna say, you know, talk about how to combat I don't know. Um I think it comes with maturity. Um, some people never grow out of, and some people always have like this, this ego and this chip on their shoulder. But I guess for me, um, it was easy to do because over time, like, you know, I get tired of the, like, I have a really great life and I have a life that I'm very thankful for, you know, and this year, if y'all remember in January, you know, I did my word of the year, I've really been practicing gratitude. And when you practice gratitude and even, even if I'm having a fucked up day, I have to remind myself of the things that I'm grateful for because I have so many amazing things in my life. And like this one part might suck, but look at maybe 98% of the other shit in my life. That's amazing. And this 2% might suck. It's really not that big of a deal, but sometimes I look at people and the stuff they complain about. I just be like, yeah, shit, really not that serious. Cause there's actually people out here who life is actually much worse or circumstances much worse than ours. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think for me, I just grew up and I realized that some of my behavior and the way that I was moving with people was very hurtful and I didn't want to be that person. But also like, I think about my legacy a lot and how I want to leave this earth and how I want to be remembered. And I want people to remember me for my kindness and, how much of a good person I was, but I want them to remember me based on how I love them. And, um, cause love is what's going to get them through, you know, even the grief process and all of that. And so that shit really matters to me. Like it matters to me how my niece and nephews feel about me. It matters, um, how Les feel about me and my kids. And, uh, so that's what made me say, okay, I need to shift here. And I need to start creating a new narrative and a new um, legacy for myself. And, you know, I have so many people that depend on me and are in my life and that love me. And so the shit that I'm on is really not that serious. And I needed to just change my narrative. And that's what I did. And that's and, I, and it's been work. Don't get me wrong. But I don't really think that you can have a functional, healthy relationships with people if you if you have just crazy fucking ego. You, you have to kill some of that shit, if not all of it, just to where, you know, you are open and, you know, receptive to what people are saying about you. Like I can take any kind of criticism, you know, even if constructive, whatever, because I know that I'm not a perfect person. I know that it's things that I still have to work on. And so I don't walk around with that chip on my shoulder. Like, okay, here comes somebody talking to me. Like, nah, like I encourage you to say like, Yo, Meek, like I asked my, I had somebody recently, I was talking I was passionate about what I was talking about. And my language was kind of like, I said, should, and I was telling them what they should be doing. And, um, and I was stopping there like, Hey, you know, you, you, do you realize that you, that your language and the way you say like what somebody should be doing? Like you should be like, I get what you're saying, 
but you should change that up a little bit and based it on what you believe that someone should be doing. Cause when you, you know, when I was saying, nah, this should be happening. It was like, nah, like that's what you think should be happening. And that resonated. I was like, no, nah, I get that. And so I wasn't offended, you know, by that little, by that little critique in my language, because I want to grow as a person. I'm open to growing as a person. And I think sometimes when you have high level of ego, it stops your growth because you always thinking that somebody is coming for you or, you know, or you got to defend your stance, but you don't always got to defend your stance. Like sometimes I'll say some shit to somebody and it's exactly how I feel. I'm not about to argue back and forth about nothing. This is my feelings that I have a right to. And this also could be my experience that I'm experiencing with you, whether you meant to do that shit or not. Cool. I appreciate the apology, but you're not going to tell me that how I feel is invalid. And so a lot of times I feel like when people have ego, you see that a lot and you see gaslighting a lot because they can't say that they're wrong. And that's the problem. You know, you have to, you have to be able to admit that you're wrong when you're wrong. Cause sometimes your ass is wrong. Um, and so that, that's all I had. Like, I, I love talking about death of ego because a lot of times people really don't understand. And, you know, and it's just a tricky thing. I think, you know, just to round this up. It, you can have good ego, you can have bad ego and what you do with that is what you do with that. But, um, I think that more times, I think people should think more of other people, but especially when you're in a love relationship, I never understand if your partner is literally sitting there telling you, Hey, like I'm unhappy or Hey, like, I don't like when you do this. I never understand why the fuck do people keep doing the same shit that somebody is saying that they don't like. And you know why they keep doing the same things? It's because they have ego and they have high levels of it. And that's what I believe. So that's all I had this week for the thought of the week. Um, you're going to catch me again next week. I'm hoping to have a guest next week. So I've been trying to get that together this week. Hopefully I have a guest and uh, I'm supposed to where we can chop it up. I always love when I have guests because I can sit and just run my mouth. I know you guys don't want another two hour episode, but you know, we ain't been here in a while. So I had to come back and give you guys an update on everything we had going on. But don't forget to follow the show. I know we took a hiatus, but it's definitely back. So follow the show. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you pretty much can find mine. Tell a friend, tell a friend. So if you like the episode, you know, share it, rate and review it. Uh, definitely put it out there. Um, don't forget if you want to be part of the book club, the book that we're on right now is hidden pictures. I know it's in the, almost at the end of July, but we actually just started the book. So you can still, you still have time to grab the book. The next book club meeting is August 28th. We do it over zoom. So if you want to be a part of it, definitely hit me up. You can find me at, uh, on Twitter. I am at IJMT podcast on Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can also email me. I am IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Uh, like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.